0: systems are This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great bantha. They jib jab. Jib jab, jib jab, jib jab. Pat and AJ. Well, I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. I would... I would kill to get
1: jackson galaxy on this podcast and just i just have so many questions about my cats <laughs> what is it about this room
0: If you got enough dough he will uh tell you whatever you want
1: yeah no something about this room like the the groove room the podcast room this is also where i work from home i
0: believe it was renamed the groove cat lounge the groove cat
1: lounge thank you um yeah we named, renamed it the groove cat lounge because whenever yeah. there's somebody in here the cats are yeah. in here i mean that like when i, I worked overnight uh, yesterday, I worked 1 a.m. to 8.30, and the cat slept in here the entire night on the yeah. chairs. Like so It's a it's stop a, it's chewing on um, the cords, douchebag! It's
0: a, a den thing, right? It isn't like a den thing. They're always trying to, like, they feel like, uh, okay. Well, they feel
1: safe by you. Yeah, yeah.
0: like, we all have to hang out together, and we're yeah. all just going to look out for... That's why they come watch you when you're pooping or peeing, because... In the animal kingdom...
1: They're very vulnerable yeah. when they're going to the bathroom. That's why like your dog will look up at you while they're pooping, yeah. which is awkward, but that's why they're kind of making sure you're there to protect them.
0: So That's what they do.
1: Is it? <laughs> and now Pat's holding the cat like a baby. I was
0: holding him like a baby this morning when you were asleep. He
1: loves you. Yeah,
0: that's my guy. I'll, I'll just bounce him right here.
1: You're like a ba- he likes me Bounce like a baby. Look I at know, him. He's some... totally chill. See?
0: I'm ready for grandpa mode. Come on. <laughs> No, come on, Dylan. No, God, no. I'm done procreating. I'm done. I know,
1: but I'm also not. I'm not ready for uh uh, for Graham. No, hey, I won't even say it.
0: Real quick, I just want to know: is it appropriate to um to uh like celebrate uh your friends when their kids turn eighteen? Yeah, like I felt like you did a good job. yeah, Yeah, like yes. You know, one of my friends, he now officially, he's the first one out of like my my core group who got married and had the kids. And, and he's
1: the first one to have grown kids Yeah, now. so
0: he's the one now. He officially crossed the line where both of his kids are, oh they're they're adults. The one just turned 18 and the other one is in uh, college is uh, 19 going on 20. So yeah, so they're all grown and it was weird because all the thanks and all the praise goes on the child. Like you're 18 and I, like it's it's weird for me. I want to look at him like look at that shit, dude, you pulled it off. That's
1: absolutely that's amazing. That's, yeah, that's not inappropriate at all. I think like it's and especially I know, with her
0: because look at that. She's in school. Yeah. She's no kids, no uh, drug yeah. problems, didn't end up stripping. I yeah, mean, I mean, I'm like, dude, well. I'm like, you are 10 for 10.
1: I think so long as you like congratulate him on his social media, because I know we are friends with him and his kids. Yes. So if she like posts like, ah, it's my 18th birthday. It would be weird for you to say like, good, good on you, dad. Like that's weird, but it's not inappropriate at all to say that to your friend. Like, good job. Because what I swear to God, that was one of my first, the first things I thought when we brought our son home from the hospital, he's just this long ass little package and I put him down to change his diaper, and he was looking right up at me. And I said, "All right, man, the eighteen-year clock starts yeah, now." I'm like, at, I,
0: "You are on the hook, I'm right on now on the
1: clock for eighteen years." I mean, and not like I would write him off after that, but it's just like <laughs> you, as a parent, you have like that is your the least amount of responsibility you have as a parent yeah, is yeah, to yeah. get them to eighteen. To eighteen. And nowadays, he'll probably be here until he's like twenty-five because yeah, he won't be able to say. afford an apartment because yeah. you know.
0: so there you go congratulations to anyone out there who's successfully gotten kids to 18 i I mean i don't care who you are you're my friend someone else
1: i had a hard parenting day yesterday it literally just put me in the most foul mood i know being being a parent's hard
0: you had a tough parenting day on what was world mental health (gasps) awareness day was it? it was and that happened yesterday which is, yesterday was Sunday, right? Yeah, we're recording this Monday okay. and airing it Tuesday. Comes out on Tuesday. Yep. And that date would be then the 12th. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to the 77th episode of the podcast. Look
1: at that. Look
0: at that, I'm on top. Oh, look, oh, oh, oh the cat like doesn't cowbell. like the bell.
1: Pat rang the cowbell and oh. he bolted towards the door. He didn't leave though. He just he just he sprinted a little bit. Yeah,
0: hold on. You didn't like that, huh? Did you, pal? Not
1: a fan, kiddo. All right,
0: maybe now I'll figure something I, out. I I
1: think it's so cute too the way he will uh come in here and he our joke is he fake sprays because his brother sprays. He's fixed. Yeah. He still sprays. It's awful. Um but he does it to get attention. And this cat, the dumpster cat, is also fixed, but he sees his brother spray and gets attention. So now he'll come in here and like vibrate his tail like crazy up against the wall but nothing comes out because he can't spray it's so know.
0: funny you're the news person try to, try to get an interview with Jackson Galaxy try to make it like a news bit and, and be like hey come I'm going to interview you but in the process you can fix my cat and then <laughs> that's what the interview will be I mean
1: I don't have to tell him we're recording the podcast I can yeah. use some of the audio for work yeah. and then use the rest for the podcast dude you
0: work for like one of the big three you have I like know. one of the big three call letters to like throw around with it someone.
1: is really I'm not going to lie it's nice to, to it's toss out cool, those call letters it? because people are like whoa and to me it's so not a big deal because I've always wanted to work in news yeah and yeah I totally fell into radio that was not supposed to happen but I've always wanted to work in news and like my job isn't that exciting but to other people it sounds exciting it's cool
0: that you looked up to that now there's like some budding journalist who's 90 he looked up like infowars.com or something infowars.com he's like I want to be like that one day I want to write about lizard people.
1: God almighty, please do not look to Alex Jones as a oh, a, a role
0: model. You better look to Alex Jones for a dollar. That guy got sued for everything, and he's going to have to pay it all up.
1: I did that story, and I was, I was angry as I was doing it because yeah. I was learning more and more about it. So Alex Jones, obviously, world, rightfully so. World-known
0: nut, Alex Jones. Asshole.
1: <laughs> he claimed that the Sandy Hook... Massacre was yeah. staged. He Bullshit. was like, yeah, he's yeah. like
0: the leading uh, guy in the movement that a lot of the big mass shootings, particularly in schools, are these false flag operations staged, that yeah. are completely uh, made up of actors. No one really dies and they're all done in the effort for the government to sub- to uh, take, take your, your guns. guns, which, again, I've said, I'm, I'm 43 years old. Uh, if the government's trying to take your guns, they're doing a pretty shitty job. Yeah. I mean, and I've lived through, like, presidents of both parties. I've lived through presidents of both parties that folks thought were the worst thing on the world, yeah. and neither of them have ever come to your guns. No, but-
1: people have been saying that for the last 20 <laughs> years, happens. and I, I've never heard a knock on the door yeah. saying, please give me your gun.
0: But, of course, Alex Jones would say,
1: that's what they want you to think. Such a douchebag. So he, so he, he led that movement. Yeah.
0: And eventually, the parents of the Sandy Hook people... Um, the kids or, that or, were yeah, killed. The victims, the everyone. The children. <laughs> they basically sued this guy for all types of defamation and libel and slander because he's going around saying Emotional that Emotional distress? Yeah, like, it was fucking crazy. I mean, some
1: of those parents got, like, calls against their life. People would find their number, yeah. call them, oh, sure. and threaten their lives because crazy. they said, well, Alex Jones said that you staged this and fuck you, they're going to take my guns. Like, and I'm going to kill you. Can you imagine yeah. losing a child in a mass shooting oh, at their school God. and then having somebody call and yeah. threaten your life because they think it's a hoax? Like, just, just say that out loud. So he got sued. Yeah, this is the part that just kills me because if you've ever been involved in any kind of litigation, it's it's an absolute clusterfuck. It first is. of all,
0: it really is. It's, it's long. It's yeah. slow. It's arduous. It's boring. It's, it's
1: terrible. I mean, it is. If you don't, you don't have patience, oh, don't get involved it's in the court system. But um, so they sued him, and this has been going on for years now. And throughout these years, um, he has. They're called discoveries. It's yeah. basically stuff that helps your case.
0: This is Law & Order 101, yeah. folks. Right, we should all know this from watching Jack McCoy for years. Exactly. This is discovery. This so is when you ask. Everyone gets the same evidence, right? We yeah. all get to see what's... So you
1: you present your case, give yeah. it, and the judge is like, hey, let me see your all your yeah. discovery stuff before the trial. Alex Jones and his lawyers never produced anything. Just didn't comply. They yeah. literally just sat back and kicked their feet now- up and waited... And and now it's over, and they lost. Understandably, but
0: isn't this now? Wouldn't that be considered strategy, though? Isn't that his strategy to to, to then never like if it's 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 like these assholes that say uh, I'm a sovereign citizen. Which, by the way, if you ask your local friendly police officer, the most fun words that they hear from oh, a lot of people's bet. mouths are "I'm a sovereign citizen." Oh, are you? Which basically, in a short term, means um, I, the
1: law doesn't apply to yeah, me. Yeah,
0: I don't recognize this government's authority over me. Right, so. I is that part of his part of the shtick where he's like, I don't recognize this lawsuit, so I'm not gonna show up, I'm not gonna give you anything, or was he somewhat engaged with the process and then just realized, fuck it, I'm out.
1: I think he was engaged with the process, okay. and you know, because he had no evidence proving this was a staged event, because it wasn't Well, yeah,
0: because that's that's ultimately <laughs> all he needed to do to defeat all these claims. That's all he
1: had to do was come forward with all yeah. this quote unquote evidence he has that this was a staged that, event, and he could have won.
0: Yeah, that he could have won. That Adam Lanza was a yeah and is really alive in Cuba and yeah. all these kids are now 23 and yeah. they work in the CIA. Like, all you have to do is it's show the that. evidence. Yeah.
1: But, you know, he's all talk and and no show. So he said all that shit, had no evidence to go back on it. And basically, the judge was like, yeah. you have no evidence. They they win, you lose. got to pay him all this money. But isn't it, it's like a civil suit, isn't it? So that they, there's a chance they'll never see a dime well, from that jerk off. I know he's,
0: he's, there's a big thing with his ex-wife. Um... That he's on the hook oh, he's for- divorced, I'm shocked. Yeah Oh yeah. And like literally that's when he and, and I mean you can Google it, but um that's when he first had to kind of admit under oath That it's a shtick.
1: Yeah, it's a show.
0: Because she was like accusing him of all these things and these threatening things that are very in line with this person that we know as Alex Jones. And you know, when he was deposed in this divorce proceeding, he had to be like, "Well, that's a character I play, and I don't like." Okay, so you're not really. This isn't, you know, you aren't all the way in. He's
1: doing this for the money, for for money,
0: uh, trying to sell you whatever the fuck it is, right? I mean, conspiracy. He's trying to sell
1: you QAnon.
0: No, no, no. But but like those guys really sell shit. Like I I mean, I mean, they go from like ranting like we do, right? They rant about anything. Me and you can rant about fucking the world and then we just take a, a hard right turn right now and go, alright folks, anyways, uh, the Pat and AJ protein power is what's going to get you through the apocalypse, okay? This protein power is packed with 100 somewhat certified natural legal ingredients that are going to beef you up when they come and try to take your food. Okay, folks? The Patent AJ (laughs) Protein Power, it's available right now. You can get yourself two buckets for one price right now. Go to InfoWars.com! InfoWars.com. See, that's... <laughs>
1: Can so we like, please do our know, own, I like, uh, That's Howard's good. I can't do Howard's I want to do us our own Howard satire. Howard does it way better. He but, does it, but he doesn't do that. We should yeah. do the whole show. But
0: I mean, all those guys, yeah. like, they literally then pivot to sell you a physical item. Why so it's a fucking the, hustle. The
1: my pillow guy, he had a pretty decent business before he started he running his mouth. Yeah. And then he ran his mouth and he sold more of those stupid pillows to people who believed his bullshit but now he's being called out on it, and now he's kind of running away saying, oh, no.
0: All uh, you really need to know about that, fella, is uh, the long-lasting effects, and you can look this up for yourselves, uh, of stimulant use disorder. He's, okay? Yeah, That's all I want very, you to do. He's very ill. And, and, and that is all. That is all. He, he talks openly about his addictions and struggles.
1: And that's terrible. And And I I feel for him on that. I will
0: just say some long lasting effects of severe stimulant use disorder, which is what it sounds like the man had, um, maybe can explain, you know, things better now. Hey, uh, before we get to those people way too much time, let's move on. Uh, We're going to move on right now and tell you guys all about the new Pat AJ Protein Power. (laughs) Use code Pat AJ at ProteinPower.com. We're selling buckets of food. Now. Here's how I really want to start this podcast. All right, everyone. This is, uh, of course, what I say. Seventy seventh, seventy seventh, seventy right? seventh episode of the podcast, and I want to once and for all um, really uh, extend a a thank you and a a just a big hug to my beautiful wife over here, Miss AJ. And the reason why is for many years we've had an ongoing shtick, uh, which is Pat loves uh, concerts and music events. And I used to love nightclubs, but then I stopped drinking and, you and then know, they're no fun anymore. Then they're no fun. Um, but you know, I would make jokes often about how you don't like going to shows. I would go to shows by myself and which by the way, I have no problem doing. I kn- yeah. concerts are not to me a team sport. I can go and have a good time on my own. Um, and often we get, listen, I gave AJ shit on the air, right? And I gave her shit in a, in a podcast, but she has, I don't know what the fuck has happened. I don't know if it's the desert air she is uh finally really turned the corner and become the concert wife that i always kind of wanted you know and that being uh She'll go to a show with me even when it's not 110% what she wants to go do.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. The next two shows we're going to, which are literally a week apart, I have no desire to see either but, one
0: of them. <laughs> but you're not shit talking them. See, that's oh. the thing before she'd shit talking. Like yeah. I took her and this is the last time we'll talk about it, AJ. Promise? Okay. Promise. Okay. okay. I took her to see Paul McCartney before at the Joe. No, All hang right? on.
1: You didn't take me to see Paul McCartney. We, we went to see. But see,
0: I was going to say, but but that's the difference is I feel like back then we had the tickets, we were going, and you kind of shit talked it leading up to it. And I feel like these, she turned to me like, we're going on Friday, this Friday in uh, Phoenix. We're going to the Outlaw Music Festival, which is actually Willie Nelson's kind of traveling summer show. uh, It's literally just one
1: night of music with multiple artists. But yeah,
0: so it's him and a bunch of other acts like the Avett Brothers and Government Mule. And she, and look, I know she's not into any of that shit, right? don't care. But she, you know, said she'd go with me. And then the other day, like we're sitting outside and it's kind of a sunny day and she goes... I'm looking forward to, to to going out with you on a, uh this Friday, yeah. And that's the change is that you know when we did Paul in Detroit, you would be like, boy, I can't wait to be bored out of my fucking brains this Friday with you. <laughs> um, so that's the difference, and it is, and and I do, I, I'm I'm gonna stop giving you shit Thank you. because you said that I unfairly. I don't think I unfairly gave you shit. I
1: didn't say unfairly. I didn't but use that word.
0: I did give you shit. Not only has she uh like just very casually been like, yeah, we can go to that. With this outlaw music festival, which was, it caught me off guard when I said, like, well, I'm going to go. And she's like,
1: no, eh. I told you about the show. Yeah. And then that's when I was when at I the said, Atlantis show. Yeah. And I said, man, they were advertising Willie Nelson like up the wazoo. And he goes, Willie Nelson. And I
0: said, who's with him? I said, holy shit. The Aver brothers. I love the Aver brothers. And then that's when normally I say, ooh, I'm going to go. And I've just gotten to the point to where I don't ask you. Right. Yeah. And that's when like before I could even move on, she goes, yeah, that'd be kind of fun to go to. I'll go with you.
1: Listen, I listen. Here's the deal. Um, Changes. The, the, the Dead and Company. I really couldn't carry that. now. Either now way. Hold on.
0: I was going to say now. After that. Yeah. Two, two weeks after that. So we have this uh, Willie show uh, this Friday, and then two weeks after that, we have the Dead and Company, which is the current Grateful Dead incarnation. Now, that is technically my birthday present.
1: Yes, your birthday present was that I go with you to this show. Yeah, not even the ticket, by the no. way. She, she
0: said, what do you want? I'm like, would you mind going to the Dead show with me? Because well. I'd love to have a hippie mama with me. Because I've gone to Dead shows by myself, and Deadheads are the best people in the world.
1: But it'd be nice to have someone with Well, me. also, you know, when you have a joint bank
0: account, buying stuff for each other is kind of stupid. In our opinion,
1: we just, <laughs> well, yeah. we don't really do gifts for yeah. each
0: other because you're going to see it anyway. Yeah, so, so. Like, so like, you asked me, what do you want? And I said, just come with me to the show. And you're like, fine.
1: I saw the Dead and Company at Bonnaroo a few years back. Pat. Was was really really high that night i he lost his crocs
0: i almost lost
1: it, my crocs. Uh, you almost lost your Crocs. i had i had to chase him down like three times because you kept running away from you still had them um they're fine. They're they're a jam band. I'm a Dave Matthews fan. I can sit through a jam band. Yeah, and it's I also like those shows because it's acceptable to not be like engaged every second of the show. Like because it's it's such when a, it's a jam show. When it's a jam oh, yeah, show, sure. yeah, you're, it's totally okay to like sometimes kind of,
0: when they wander off real yeah, deep. Yeah, it's
1: okay to kick back. You know, get on your phone, take a walk. Like that's totally okay. I don't know about the phone
0: thing, but you know well, maybe uh, you know try to try to enjoy the ambiance.
1: Um, the dead. I couldn't care either way. I'll, I'm going with you to spend time with you. Yeah, Willie Nelson is very much like Paul McCartney. Legend. Yeah. Whether I like their music or not, they yeah. are a legend and I respect that. And it would be cool to say, hey, I saw Willie Nelson. Who do we see on your birthday... BB King, BB King.
0: See, I take her to all the legends, man. No, all I, the legends.
1: I took you to that one. That was a birthday present. Well, yes,
0: but you asked me what I wanted, day, and I yeah. said BB King.
1: So, like BB King, you know, don't really listen to his music, <laughs> but I'm like, geez, it's BB King. You know.
0: welcome when you have me as your husband, right? Yeah. I want people right there to just sit there, and I want you to think about that repertoire that she just threw out at you. Uh, Willie, B. B. Nelson, King, Willie Nelson, Willie Nelson, Willie uh, Nelson, BB King, Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney, and you know, then I'm listening to like Little Uzi you know like it makes no sense at all I
1: think a lot of it right now is uh, um we're not working together anymore yeah we are but, so do you
0: enjoy see that's what I was wondering well
1: let me finish what I was gonna say is that you are now working from home which yes. is a, 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 a transition um you were working out of the home for about two months and um I don't see you as much anymore and when I do like we're both so tired that it's like hey Who's making dinner? What are we watching on TV? So I'm excited to spend time with you. I'm also, it's a lot easier now that our son is old enough to stay home by himself for a few hours. It was a lot harder when he was younger to get a sitter. Pay a sitter, then get home in a reasonable hour on a weeknight, and you know, not go to work completely exhausted in the morning. There's a lot of things that have changed. We're also working. That was
0: that was the biggest fucking piece of bullshit that I was ever fed. uh, Coming up to being a morning guy, is that I thought the morning guys um, got to do everything. You know, like I I was a nighttime FM radio DJ for a long time back when they used to have them seven p.m. to midnight, and it looked like the morning guys lived the fucking life. I'm like, they're at every concert. They go to bowling leagues. They're done with work by noon. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. They get paid the most, and everyone likes them. And
1: then you became a morning guy and realized it what a sucks. Crock of shit.
0: Unless you want to like only sleep two. And like, I know a lot of them that do that shit. They'll go hobnob at every concert, but then they're getting like two to three hours of sleep. They also
1: know? uh and look at those what those people have in common. Most of them don't have children. Well, yeah, sure, or so, spouses.
0: You know, I mean, it was just like uh, it's it's um a transition, and, and I. As a morning guy, yes, there were weekday shows that we would, yeah. I would want to go to, and it'd be a lot easier for you to say, "Look, I don't want to go. You go, and I'll stay home with the kid." One and of
1: us has to be on the you'll game be, tomorrow morning. You'll yeah. be
0: sleepy t- uh, tomorrow morning, but I really wanted to say thank you, um, just because. And and I'm I'm honest. I was going to ask you if you think the change in attitude might not be because we're just not that intimately involved I think anymore. we're
1: not. Well, we are, but we're not. We're not, not like we used to be. We yeah. don't, you know, we're not. We. I think a lot of it, too, is just we're both working from home. So getting out of the house is a real treat. See, I, I love, oh. trust me, I adore working from home. I yeah. wouldn't, I can't imagine ever going back into a workplace again. I'm a very much, believe it or not, I'm an introvert. I like spending time with myself, alone, quiet workplaces stress me out because you are forced to socialize with people yeah. make friends even if you don't there's like them there's a social
0: game besides just doing yes. your work and yeah. that
1: always made me super anxious like I, I couldn't sleep the night before I had to go into work now I don't have that problem but I also think the fact that we are working from home it means getting out feels just that much better so it's
0: it's not to use a term that we use on our cat but it's, it's more enriching right yes. like it's enrichment for you because you do stay inside these walls where before you used to get out you had to go to a physical building yeah. to work and then you dress up and then you worked in yeah. a somewhat events business so you were going out doing events talking
1: to people doing events like and so then know.
0: so you're saying after that the last thing you wanted then was to go with me to out some to, yeah. kind of a big to do well, and that was what
1: I told my friend Jenny when we went to the Alanis Morissette show she's like do you miss going to concerts and I was like not really but I said it's different here because and this is trust me I'm not trying to imply that we are in any way shape or form famous but when you work in radio in a city people start to recognize you we worked in flint for seven years you couldn't we couldn't go anywhere locally yeah. without somebody saying hi and that was fine but here we're nobody we're just other people going to a concert
0: which, which seems to free you like i love me, it like like me i, I don't care it. i've always been the same person fucking well i am inside too. outside and i sideways. am too but
1: i still I, I hated the fact that when i left the house somebody might stop and say hi to me every really? single time. Sometimes you just want to go to the grocery store, get in, get out, get home. Didn't that, that bother you? We
0: Weren't were we at a concert? And like someone spotted us out and like, we you, have you been immediately at, like we've oh.
1: been at airports and other countries I and know. people like randomly are like, Oh my God, Pat and AJ, yeah. I'm like, what the hell's happening right now? And that's fine. But I like it. I like being a nobody. I've also been to this this venue, so I, it's nice. I know how to get in, get out yeah. quickly, not get stuck in the you know after concert well, rush. I'm looking
0: forward to it, and I just wanted to officially.
1: I appreciate that. It's very sweet.
0: Hand the baton over, because you know. If you guys don't know, after we record a podcast, you know, we talk about the fucking podcast. So of course she'd be like, You're always giving me shit about this. Weekend. So I wanted to finally bury the hatchet. Thank you. The the concert hatchet is officially buried and we're Dead. now we're now like a normal couple. Like we actually go out to shows together. Yeah. Like, we're, we're gonna go
1: that? out to dinner beforehand. We, which
0: I'm still I'm still in my mind, it's so funny with that because you know, we have the same relationship with Phoenix. That Flint had with Detroit, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So we're about an hour and a half. Um, arguably, Detroit and Flint's probably an easier commute. Phoenix is a little bit more. Uh, no, you,
1: don't think you so? haven't driven to Phoenix yet. No, well, no. Phoenix I, is a straight shot.
0: Yeah, but it I mean, is, depending where you need to go, because it's such a sprawling metropolitan area. Um, if you need to get to like the whatever the north, you know, north, 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 it could end up being like two hours. Yeah. No.
1: Okay. I can. Where like Detroit yeah. is. It's just right there. Forty
0: five minutes. You're in the birds. And then
1: if you drive any further, you are in the lake. So, yeah. yeah. So that's
0: what I was saying. But so the relationship that we're going to have is like there's going to be like an hour and a half drive there. Yeah. And we did this all the time for Detroit, and not just like me and you, but I did it with other people. We did it with other yeah. couples where you made the plans to eat before a show.
1: Uh huh.
0: You never actually ate before the show. You would. You no matter how early you tried to work it out. By the time you actually got in your car and started to drive, you'd be like, oh, fuck. Well, by yeah, we the time we t- get up there, we're not going to get a table for like 15 minutes. It's like, an oh, oh, shit. Okay, we'll just get something
1: there. My only concern is that it's a Friday night. And that will make restaurants a fr- busier. It
0: is a Friday?
1: I mean, here's a thought. Yeah. Because we wanted to go out to our favorite Chicago Chicago pizza place. Ian you Phoenix.
0: seem to—I mean, I think AJ almost loves it more than me. Yeah, at this I do. Point. Yeah,
1: I love pizza. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um. But if if we like if we're like an hour out or like a half hour out from Phoenix, and we realize we're going to be short on time. Yeah. You order pizza, pick it up. That's what we, you do. You gonna know,
0: walk in with a pizza?
1: Well, you can't walk in with. I don't think they let you walk <laughs> can't in with, with
0: a, that. Yeah, anything else, but just not pizza. Their
1: food selection kind of stinks at Does that it? pavilion. Yeah, they're, no, they're like not like DTE in Michigan where they've like they've got local restaurants and stuff that yeah. like serve food now. No, this is like it's pretzels just, and beer and stuff. I made
0: the only time I ever successfully, at least in Detroit, pulled it off is when me and my buddy Aaron, who lives in San Francisco now, went and saw Dave Chappelle. Um at Fillmore. And we went to see him and we literally because he was like a sales guy so he could skip out of his gig early and I yeah. was a morning guy, so I was done by noon. We were down there at like three in the afternoon. Oh well, yeah. So we could go eat, which we did, and then go to the theater and see the show. But it was the only time. So many times going to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Me, you, Cooper, yeah. and his wife were driving there. We had all the plans. Nope, nope, didn't nope. have time to eat. We're like, well, guess we're going to be eating at the well, Joe.
1: But my friend Jenny and I did have time to eat before the Atlantis show. So I kind of know what time, depending on what time you want to get there, yeah. I know what time we need to leave. See,
0: so. that's and 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 that's the weird part with the show we're going to on Friday this outlaw music festival it's a festival
1: with it's just well first of all it's, it's not, a long day it's it's just tons of artists one day yeah and i'm like i have i i it's nice they have set times listed but yeah, sure i'm just not sure like when you want to get there yes yes
0: that's my thing i'm like well i'm like you definitely want to see willie you definitely want to because i love the ava brothers how do you feel about the ava brothers don't not, know any other music you don't know anything no. not one song nope.
1: like I, I might hear as one. As much and say, as I play
0: oh. their shit and as much as I sing their shit. Like the I house. said,
1: I might hear something and say, Oh, I know that song, but I don't I don't know what uh, can, we, can we just come to a co- I'm sorry. We're gonna I, go I see, know. Yeah. <laughs> can we uh, we're gonna go see Willie and the Avett brothers and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> What about government mule? Why what about government,
0: government mule? No. I'm asking you what about government mule? Well, the mole looks benign, but we won't know for sure whether it's cancerous until the tests come back in a few days. A few days? I could be dead by then! Relax, Stewie. He said it looks benign. We'll just have to wait and see. Jim Henson had a wait-and-see attitude, and look what happened to him! Now we've got wrong-sounding Muppets! Hey, Swedish chef. Oh, hey, Kermit. What's going on? I'm hungry. Oh, that's no problem. I could cook you something. You want some spaghetti? That's like my specialty in junk.
1: Yay! I can't believe we're going to talk about this because this is something that Pat really doesn't get into, but we're going to talk about it. Last night we watched The Muppets Haunted Mansion. Oh, yeah. That was cute as hell, man. It's on, uh, <laughs>
0: Disney Plus. Like how she has to drop the hell in there to be yeah, badass. Yeah, well, she's like, you know, Muppets, bitch. Muppets, bitch. She's, like, <laughs> she's like my 14-year-old now who has to like drop a bad word to be badass. <laughs> uh yeah, he's yeah, it's on uh Disney. It was on Disney Plus. The new uh so this is a Muppets. Here's the thing. I'm not like some of y'all that like went to Disney every year of my life. I went uh twice, and one I have no memory of. So I vaguely remember the haunted mansion was the show a represent a good representation of what it's like to go on the Haunted Mansion ride, right? Is yes. that what it's supposed to be?
1: Yeah. So the movie and this is really interesting. It's 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 like fifty minutes. Yeah, it's not long. Um, this is, and I read all about it last night cause it just felt different. I'm like, why does that feel different? Cause I've been in, the Muppets since I was a little kid. That yeah. was what I was into. Pat lived in a Disney house,
0: Disney house all day. And
1: and we were, we were kind of a little, a little bit of both, but if we had to choose, it was no, Muppets all day. Yeah, you guys
0: are Muppets yeah. all day in your family.
1: Um, but we've, I've been to Disney three times. Same thing. First time I was young enough. I don't yeah, remember I got nothing. Um, And the other two times, once I was older, and then another time was like with work or something like that.
0: So I was 12.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just another reason. Do not spend all that money to take your teeny little kids to Disney. They won't remember it at all, at all. Anyways, um, so yeah, this was actually one of the first TV specials the Muppets have ever done because usually they come out with movies.
0: All right, hold on. So you just called it a movie.
1: Well, it's a TV movie. Is it...
0: All oh, right, hold on. Is it a... What is it? Yeah. What do we call it? Is it a TV show? A is it TV, a movie? No, it's
1: a TV special.
0: It's a made-for-TV it made, movie? Yes. A special event?
1: It's 50 minutes long. Okay. And it, it went straight to Disney Plus. No. But, I mean, they had, like, the Muppet Christmas Carol, and all yeah. that. Those came out in theaters.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, sure. Well, that's just different how, how yeah, we, you know... How uh, we're consuming media How we media consume nowadays. media. You don't have to go to the uh, big screen. And for the Muppets, I have to think, you... Are probably able to crank out more stuff without the pressure of it having to open in, in a, a theater in a yeah. theater because uh, no that, doubt that that's like budgets and fucking box office numbers and shit.
1: Listen, I love my Muppets, but there have been a couple of movies that I saw where I was like, you guys really are just trying to make money right now, aren't you? Like that yeah. wasn't even funny; it wasn't good. Like that was that was lazy. But um, no, the Muppets Haunted Mansion is really
0: cute, like a like a October Halloween. Yeah, season.
1: and but it's basically like um, it incorporates if you like the ride. At Disney, you'll yeah. love the movie because it incorporates pretty much everything from the ride. Yeah, into it's, the movie. it's
0: it's it's Gonzo and uh, Peppy. Um, go on the ride, and like yeah. the only part I well, really well they don't
1: go on the ride, but they have to stay in the, the, the mansion, mansion overnight. But yeah. like
0: I, I uh, remember as a kid, the only part that really stuck out was the first room you go into, that and stretches it stretches, yeah. and it's like, are you getting smaller or is the room, room getting, getting bigger or whatever? I'm like, oh shit, okay, so yeah,
1: I laughed about that because it it totally triggered a memory for me Let's that. Say. I didn't know that was part of the ride growing up because my mom was disabled. Okay. And when you have a handicapped person in your party, you go in through a different entrance. Oh, yeah. And plus, because you have to, you board that ride while it's moving for people who are handicapped. See, I don't
0: remember. Is it a moving ride? Yeah, it's, all right. you sit, I don't remember that part so at So you remember
1: how um, Sattler and Waldorf are in the dune buggy at the end? Yes. That's the thing you sit in and you go through the ride, but it's okay. it's continuously moving. You just kind of have to hop into the dune Holy buggy. Holy shit, what's your so, mom? Well, no, wow. no, but that's why they bring you in through a, se- a side entrance and they, they, stop, bring you, it or they stop it for a, like a few seconds till the people who have handicaps can get on. Wow. and i you never i never went through that room that stretch so the oh real so the first time i went in there w- without my mom i was with my cousin and my like my extended family and yeah. i was like what is this. What ride are we going on? What is happening? And it was so cool, but I was like, I never got to see that because my mom was handicapped and we went in through like the side entrance. And like when
0: you were growing up, that was like when they only let real handicapped people in that line. Like now you can get a letter from your doctor that says you have like light sensitivity and right. you can get in the handicap line. Rich like, people
1: are like paying for oh, notes. Oh, fuck yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Oh
0: dude, rich people have like probably hired my mother-in-law at this point. That to was like, a
1: thing actually. Rich <laughs> oh, people know would was. hire handicapped people to take their family through I the park and, and bypass the line. And just so you know, by the way, the handicap line, not always shorter. See, I was going
0: to say at this point, I feel like with all the fucking scooters and everything else, like it's probably longer it was than a long, the regular. It line.
1: Was, I don't, there's very few times I remember getting to the handicap yeah. entrance and there was nobody there. Like, oh. and it, it does take longer because people are handicapped. Yeah. So it takes them longer to move around. My Again, mom, included. I'm not shitting
0: on like equal access. No. Obviously everyone should be able to uh, enjoy the experience, Yeah, but, but we all know
1: some people are taking advantage unfortunately, of it. Unfortunately,
0: but yeah, like AJ, when you were growing up in the eighties with, with your mom, That was like legit. Yeah. So
1: So I never saw that. So that part of the movie, like, I was like, oh my God, I forgot. The first time I saw that room was like the third time I went on the ride, but it was a great movie. We all agreed though. We even got our too cool for the room. 14 year old son to sit down and watch it. And he liked it. He was laughing. Yeah. Um, But my, my only qualm about it. We talked about this afterwards. I said, man, (laughs) Kermit sounds weird. Kermit doesn't sound right anymore. And I know he'll never sound like he originally did because you know. Jim Henson's dead.
0: Is it that hard? Because there's like, I feel like I like there's you know 97,000 people. people that do Kermit impressions.
1: So I I've, I felt like the, I'm like, that's not the same guy who's been doing it since Jim Henson died. Because Jim Henson died when like I was a kid. That was devastating. You thought the was, Muppets died. Was that
0: the late 80s?
1: Yes. Like, or, or I think it may have been like 90, 89 or 90. But like. To, so then.
0: All right. So then the guy. So there was one guy after him. So Henson did Kermit. Yeah.
1: Henson did Kermit. Dies of
0: pneumonia or yes. whatever. And then this guy comes in and he's ever since.
1: So I looked it up. His name is Steve Whitmire. He's been doing Kermit since Jim Henson died. He also voiced Rizzo the Rat. Which I'm like, yeah, Gonzo and Rizzo used to be like the team. Like they were always together. Now Gonzo's with Pepe the giant prawn, who is equally as awesome as still. Pepe. Pepe. He's, do you know he has a book of like a coffee table book of like, like, it's like Pepe isms. My sister has it. (laughs) I, I swear to God, I might buy it. Um, but I'm like, what happened to Rizzo? So, uh, I read up on this and I'm, I think. I think I might have an issue with Disney now. Oh boy! Um, so Steve Whitmire, join, join the I long know. list of folks there. I hate Disney. Um, so Steve Whitmire voiced Kermit, Rizzo, other characters. He got fired Okay. because when Disney took over the Muppets in 2004, he basically said, "I don't like the direction you're taking them in." Like there were things because you know they've had a couple of Muppet shows that didn't I remember, really last very long.
0: I, the the last to do I remember about the Muppets was when they put the show on ABC. Yeah that I always called kind of office-esque. It was like the office on the Muppets. And I thought it was brilliant it was great i, I we thought, loved it yeah i thought it was brilliant that that they kind of grew them up yeah Let, they're
1: adults now the
0: muppets became cynical yeah. and, and, and i thought that was really cool but
1: some purists really hated that oh they're people like, hated well, it because they're like now it's not a kid show which it wasn't really just for grown-ups either but it was like they didn't like them that they were like real now
0: and then remember they did like a mid-season tweak of it yes right
1: where they tried to like soften it up a little bit
0: And then it sucked after that. It sucked, It wasn't any good. So that's the last time I remember people kind of collectively going, oh, the Muppets are meant to be this and don't try to change them. And I said, okay. So this is kind of the people bitching at Disney for messing with the product. I mean,
1: we're kind of cynical people in general. Like, we like humor like that. So I loved seeing, like kermit and piggy argue about their relationship it was awesome to see them have like oh i don't know the same problems we do but some people didn't like that that's fine but i guess the argument like steve whitmeyer and it, it, it was something about kermit and his nephew robin who doesn't really appear very much yeah but the he, little frog the little frog and it was some situation that was scripted and he's like that's not how kermit would react and Disney was basically like, screw you, this is the way it is. And he's yeah. like, this is not who the Muppets are. Yeah. And then Disney said, well, you're difficult to work with, and they blew him out. You
0: can't fuck with the mouse, bro. No. Ask George Lucas that.
1: So on, man. so they fired Steve Whitmire. The guy who voices Kermit in the Muppets Haunted Mansion is the first guy to voice Kermit since Steve okay. Whitmire. So,
0: and so this is Disney's first guy. Yes. Really, this is the first time... That since they've had control of it all, that this is their pick, this is their, all right. And so. listen,
1: he's, in a, from what I've read, this guy's like an Imagineer and blah, blah, blah. Like they all, yeah. they've been doing So what's this. your
0: beef with him? You don't like his voice? No,
1: no, no, no. I, I just don't think he really, really has Kermit down yet. It didn't sound right. Kermit doesn't have a huge part in this, this movie yeah, either, I, but. I
0: was going to say, he's he's not really on, on camera a lot.
1: Here's my real beef. As I read that, do you know the retired Rizzo the Rat because Steve Whitmire was fired? That's bullshit.
0: You retire Muppets. Can no one else uh, do the voice? I
1: don't know, but somebody. We need to find somebody who can do Rizzo the Rat, because you can't have a Muppet that was the Rat. Yeah, see,
0: no one learns those voices. People no. only learn like Kermit, Piggy. Miss Piggy, and Beaker. Okay, Some,
1: Fozzy, some people can do Fozzie really waka well. Waka
0: Waka. That's it. Yeah, but like no one goes into fucking mind. Like no one can do no. uh, Doctor
1: Bunsen Honeydew. Do? No one can yeah. do like
0: Pepe. No one can do yeah. Rizzo. No one because that's just like almost like a like a generic New York accent. Yeah. Um, um,
1: so yeah, he, the new guy, and Frank
0: Oz is totally out, right? And
1: that's where my beef really, really comes in is as I'm reading all this stuff last night, I'm like, that sucks. They did that to Steve Whitmire. And then I remembered the whole thing with Frank Oz, which I covered at my new job for a story that Frank Oz straight up came out and said, I want to be with the Muppets again. Disney doesn't want me. Yeah. And he just shit talks. Disney Frank Oz next to Jim mm. Henson is the Muppets. I, I mean he is everything listen, and everybody. And I and now I'm thinking listen, maybe Disney's the bad guy here. Maybe they're well, pushing out all the original Muppet.
0: They're listening. This is this is what it is, okay? And there's a couple things. And one is you're an original fan, right? Yes. So you're like how I talked about how my mom was an original Mouseketeer fan, original yeah. Mickey Mouse Club, like Disney fan. I'm like
1: Muppets Take Manhattan fan, you know, like OG.
0: So nothing's ever going to top that. So anything changing it from your childhood vision is immediately going to put a bad taste in your mouth because you're used to clicking it on and it looking, sounding, feeling one way.
1: To a point, to to a a point. point. I I did like the show when they made them all kind of grown-ups. I thought that was fun.
0: Now, uh, part number two, which is more the hard truth, and we have to talk to the grown-up AJ here. Uh-oh. The professional. Hang on. Let me switch gears yeah, here. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just like radio stations. I mean, how many yes. times has a very successful radio station uh, then been bought, right? Because they're successful. Yeah. And then they decide to change a bunch of shit. Yeah. Why? Because we own it now. and it's because and, it's
1: ours and we can. And
0: you know what? Maybe we had been always on the outside going, why don't they They do do this. Yeah. Why don't they do that, man? If we ever bought those motherfuckers, that's what we, we're going to do. What we would do. So that's what it is. I mean, that's really the truth. I mean, and it's something Disney we Disney bought
1: it. Wanted their own yeah. people. And Disney
0: wants to do their own thing. They want to install their own people. And I get that with like Frank Oz, because Frank Oz has really. I mean, he, like you said, he ties back to the original lineage, right? Yeah. So he's he goes
1: literally second to Jim Henson. Yeah. In my opinion, he
0: goes back to the beginning, and he's been kind of outspoken in just who he is as a person. Yeah. Um. Rightfully so. Right. Since then, because he probably never thought you'd have a big person to answer to yeah. anymore. Disney, Enter Disney knows how to keep people in fucking line. Yeah. And I know I've referenced them way too much, but if you want to watch the South Park episode uh, The Purity Ring, it deals with the Jonas Brothers and Mickey Mouse. And when the Jonas Brothers try to defy Mickey and um, well, Mickey had a smack a bitch. <laughs> And he uh, used the back of his hand. Okay, I'm afraid they're going to
1: sue us for this podcast. That's how. That's but how uh,
0: South Park has done a great job with with, with Mickey Mouse, and they turn him into the asshole CEO. It is really so. Great. It's, it's the actual Mickey Mouse, like on the phone, like He's no, the I CEO, need, yeah. I need more Mandalorian. I need God more. Damn God damn it! <laughs> what do you mean Mulan can't be opening up in theaters? God damn it! So I think it's just they Disney is a very specific thing, man. Yeah, and I, I think Frank Oz probably has had a little bit too sharp of a tongue leading up to it with just his stance on everything from social issues to, I mean, you guys got to remember, I know we're in this new fucking world where everyone could express themselves and, and, and everything else, but for a long time,
1: it was kind of nice when we didn't remember that. <laughs> well, remember
0: no, that? no, no, <laughs> no, not even that, but I think just for a long time, there are certain entities and Disney, I feel like yeah. is the number one where you had to conform yeah. to a role. And if you didn't, don't bother applying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's very, very true. I mean, they don't budge for... They're Disney. They don't budge for they're anybody. They don't, they don't have to. They
0: have a standard. This is what they do. And so I feel like they got a hold... This is just like Star Wars. They got a hold of Star Wars, and now we're going to do kind of what we've been thinking we want to do.
1: So, did Frank Oz like come out on social issues? Cause I never really heard that.
0: I just know he's been a voice. Okay. Like, I mean, he's, he's something- been a voice on behalf of LGBTQ. Okay. And I mean, again. Which is,
1: I, in my opinion, I love that and it makes me like him even it more. It does. But, but Disney
0: but, likes neutral. Well, and there's a big reason why Disney likes neutral. And this, of course, was the last time South Park went after them with a big harpoon and almost took out an entire ear. Um, it's called China. It's like China. China? China. Listen, China controls all of our standards here. Okay, their consumption of American media products dictates how we put out those products. If you don't think, if you think I'm talking shit, look up John Cena's apology to the people of China. Yeah, because he dared cross one of their cultural norms in fluent Chinese. If that does not tell you what it takes to be an international movie star. That a wrestler has figured out fluent Chinese in order to apologize to an entire country. To an entire country. Come on now.
1: Uh, you know, and it it with, and I don't know. Disney wants
0: no ripples because they want it to be able to sell overseas.
1: I, I know. And, you know, again, I, if that's what Frank Oss spoke out about, I agree with him. I mean, Tibet. I mean, maybe he says something about
0: Tibet. I don't fucking know, but but I know at the core of it, Disney is looking at China, like we can't upset that and market. It's,
1: it's like that with any celebrity. And, and we say that too, like, and, and we're the same way with this podcast. I'm sure we've turned a lot of people off with this podcast, Probably. but we've made the choice to just be our authentic selves and be outspoken. Yeah. And that's okay. It doesn't bother me. We don't make a cent off this thing, but for any celebrity, regardless of what you do, especially like a Muppeteer, somebody who is for all intents and purposes off camera, Yeah. um, for you to become a recognizable face, and start speaking about what you believe. Yeah. That's fine. But remember, you know, you may piss some people off. And you just kind of have to accept that and move on. Unfortunately, I don't think Frank Oz thought the people he was going to piss off were See, Disney. See, yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying is that could he have had that foresight?
1: It's consequences. It's like that. And it's and I say that, and I agree with him on everything. But still, if you're going to come out and, yeah. and speak your truth, expect some people not to like that.
0: Well, and especially too when... And just
1: move on from it. But you can't when... It, when I mean, maybe it was Disney. Maybe. Well,
0: and it's tough when a part of your work isn't you. And I think this is unfortunately something that's kind of only really applies to the arts and if I'm wrong in this please correct me and get a hold of me but I feel like it's a unique uh, world that you operate in where something you pour your heart and soul into and really create and make doesn't really end up belonging to you.
1: No. And it's not and it's usually not who you are either.
0: Yeah. And like so you're
1: playing somebody else, even if it's a Muppet or an actual physical character, whatever it is, it's not you.
0: Yeah. And but then someone can, you know, whatever. All of a sudden now they they take it away from you and you feel this void, but you really don't legally or whatever have It's not yours, yeah. It's not it's it's not like you designed this thing and sold it to them. You came to work for them and made something yeah. and now they took that thing and they turned it into something else and now they're going to sell that for something. Just, and I, I understand yeah. how maddening, it's kind of like all this shit with the the musicians now who are trying to get their original recordings Yeah, like Taylor Swift, um, Anita Baker, yeah. a lot of these musicians. It
1: sucks, but unfortunately on paper that's how it is. Yeah, where,
0: where they're like, I don't own my this own music. Sh- the yeah. shit I created, right? Because I was working for, you know, Record Store Incorporated. Yeah. So I get it, man. I just...
1: I'm very salty about it, especially now reading that two of the original players yeah. are have been pretty much like blacklisted by Disney. Like that man, pisses me off. a me lot. Let me tell you
0: what you have, man, Star Wars geeks, you're you're matching them. I know. At this point, I like, know.
1: I know how you all feel now. Right? I you get it. You
0: are in. You know, yeah. you know backstories, drama. Yeah, no, tweets. I feel
1: you. I feel ya. I just, I don't know. Muppets were just. Did you always still something like it so though? Weird. Did you still like? I loved it. Well, I'm also. I love. I love haunted houses. I love horror. So yeah. it was like my two favorite things put together and it was awesome. And I loved so it. So
0: would you say they were smart then in maybe minimally using
1: yes, Kermit? Kermit? Like, like
0: we kind of talked about that this weekend with SNL because Kim Kardashian host and we were like, all right, here's someone who's not a traditional actor or performer yeah. by nature. So they
1: used her just enough. Yes.
0: Use her so minimally. She was
1: the host. And she was she yeah. was visible, but she wasn't, like, the center of attention in every sketch.
0: And so the same thing with this, you know, Haunted Mansion Muppets thing. Muppets
1: in it, but he's yeah. not the center of attention. I mean, the center of attention is Gonzo and Pepe.
0: Yeah, so maybe they, they for his first time at bat, you know. I want to know. Come on, give him some
1: positive I reinforcement. Know. I want to know, you know who's voicing Miss Piggy, though, because it's obviously not Frank Oz, and it sounds like sp- Spot See? On. That's
0: what I'm saying. If you're really upset about the voice, we can recast the voice. There's a million people right now on Twitter that can do the voice.
1: Overall, I liked it. I mean, it had some, I do not even say like grown up jokes, but yeah. just jokes that might fly by kids' heads, which I always enjoy because I feel like they're speaking to us parents. It was right. good. I loved it. It was great. It just, you know, I'm a little salty right now.
0: All right, it's on Disney Plus, The Muppets Haunted Mansion, watching to get spooked. The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. AJ Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.